Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. You're listening to BFN. This is the podcast about IVF, infertility, and the trials of trying for a baby. I'm Emma. I'm Gabby, and we've both been trying for a baby for a really long time, and while... One of us might be pregnant. It was the week before Christmas and all through the house. Everyone was shouting, Emma, tell us the bloody answer. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys. Hi. Hey. hey. So it is that episode. It's the two week wait episode. Yo. Yo. Um, uh, Yeah. So if you're a new listener, I've just had my two-week wait um I had an embryo put back at the end of November actually mm-hmm. um did my two-week wait got my results did a little audio diary yep um on my phone so sound quality is not great but hopefully like it gives you a really interesting insight into what is going on in your head during that time yeah the mind fuck oh my god and it, it is a head fuck like honestly yeah, I just the thing is that I did it exactly a year ago, right? So I kind of forgotten. Right. Yeah. yeah I yeah. thought I was like super well prepared, and I was like, mm. oh yeah, I'm gonna be, you know, I'm just gonna be so chill. Like I'll know that the symptoms are from the, from the drugs, so yeah. I'll just be like completely super zen. Yeah, I'll be so zen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't zen. Spoiler: <laughs> I wasn't zen. Um, we should also say there are some triggering uh, moments in this podcast. Yeah, so. it's very triggering. And if you are not, you know, it's that time of year, if you are not feeling resilient, it, you know, it does, there is me getting the result of my pregnancy test. Um, if, you know, if that's something that you might not be able to deal with, then just turn off. Like, you, you won't be offended. It is a very hard time mm-hmm. for all of us. Yeah. So, Yeah. Um, and then you're talking to Prof Tim. Professor Tim Child, Medical Director at Oxford Fertility. And what are you talking to him about? I asked him about inositol. Ooh. Which I have no idea about. Actually, you asked me to ask him. Yeah. I, I don't know what this is. <laughs> so can you fill us in? <laughs> okay. So it's basically a food supplement that is designed to um, help women who are who have PCOS. Mm-hmm. Um, I took it, and we'll, again, we'll talk about it a little bit more before we um, introduce the segment. Um, I took it before this cycle. Um, it's not because I necessarily have PCOS, but because I have mental cycles. Mm. And I just thought it might be able to help. But yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and so so it's just us, this podcast, guys. This yeah. is the two-week wait episode. So we have no interview. But um, yeah, you have us. Yeah, you do have us. And it's quite an interesting episode, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just a, another, one more note before we go. Um, we've got our Christmas episode next week. Yeah. Which is going to be really oh my God. fun. I can't wait. Ah! Um, 
But also, we're then going to take a little break for yeah. a few weeks. So we will be back probably by February time. Yeah, end but of Jan. End of Jan, of beginning of Feb. Yeah, we've. I mean, we've got loads and loads of interviews lined up. Um, but we're just going to have a little, you know, we've been doing this for six months, pretty much. Yeah. So we're just going to have a little bit of time off. A little breaky. Yeah. And thanks to everyone that has been with us over these six months, yeah. to be honest. It's been fucking brilliant. It's in, You know what? I did not expect this to be so interactive. Right? We've had to, you know, we've met amazing people. Yeah. We've, it's been a real, a journey. It has it's been, been such a journey. A journey. It's been a much nicer journey than the other journey. Yeah, exactly. It has. Yeah. And, you know, how many times can we say it? But we are so blown away by just every single person who's got in touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so please keep getting in touch with us. We'll yeah. still be around. We've got some little projects that we're working on right now. But yeah. um, we just, we want to hear from you. Exactly. So we will be gone for a wee bit, but we yeah. will be back. So we will be not. back. Yes. And in the meantime, social media, hit us up. Yeah, absolutely. You can follow us on Instagram. Big Fat Negative. Twitter. Big Fat Negative. Facebook. Uh, Big Fat Negative. Uh, <laughs> Why did this is a really hard that? one. <laughs> um, or you could email us. Uh, Big Fat Negative Podcast at gmail.com. And you could rate and review us as a little Christmas gift. That would be an utter delight. Yes, I would. Do that on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get to your podcast. Indeed. Right, guys. In the meantime, see you later. Bye. Bye. Gabs, let's start with you. How's your week been? Um, all right, mate. Um, yeah. All right, then. Yeah, no, not bad. Um, so we had the delivery of our drugs. That is such an exciting moment. Right. It's a real, it feels like a real um, milestone. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I had them delivered to work because I would be there. Okay. As opposed to home. And uh, so a very large box that needed to be refrigerated um, was carried <laughs> in by my youngest team member. Nice. Who uh, came over to me and was like, Gabby, Gabby, there's a... This box for you. I had to sign for it, and it says it needs to be refrigerated. How interesting! And I was like, "Oh, thank you very much." Uh, he thought you'd ordered team ice creams, didn't he? He did, <laughs> probably. Yeah, it's been so good. I ordered a Magnum. Um, uh, he was like, oh, "I'm so intrigued." I was like, "Just turned around, deadpan. It's drugs." And he went, "Ah, oh, yeah, drugs." And then walked off. And I was like, mm, "Kept that to myself." It's actually drugs. It really, is drugs. Um, so, did you do any un- unboxing when I- you got home? I did when I got home, yeah. I had to, I put it in the car during the day because it was nice and cold in there. Yes. Um, and then drove it home post haste. Of course. Um, and basically, for anyone who hasn't, is waiting for theirs and hasn't had them yet, it's an enormous box with a very small packet of drugs in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And that is kind of packed in with uh, ice packs and <laughs> polystyrene. It's true. So I thought there was like 10 tonnes of drugs in there. There, there right. is not. But then yeah, there is a very exciting sharp spin, which I found sharp... the most fascinating of all the things. Yeah, I enjoyed the sharp spin. That yeah. was cool. Um, so yeah, I got home and like unpacked it into the, the salad drawer of the, the fridge. <laughs> My booty. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got um, the drugs I've actually been sent. So I don't recognise any of them. Okay, read them Which out. I thought I would. Okay. Um, so I've got Bemfola. Not heard of that. Uh Firemadel. No. Ovitrel. Yes. That's the trigger. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lutigest. Don't know any of those. I know. They're, are they just different names? For... I mean, they, I'm assuming they're just different names. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was expecting like what the ones you hear all about: Gonal, Gonal F, Gonal F, Men are Pure. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting those. Didn't My get old them. Friends. Hmm? My old friends. Your old friends. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I was a bit like, uh, why have I not got the same drugs oh, as everyone right. else? I guess it's fine, right? Doesn't really matter. Did you get your um your transfer meds as well? So like things like um Cyclogest and Stradiol. No, no, I think the Lutigest is the um it feels like we're talking a foreign language <laughs> it is isn't it we are <laughs> it's definitely not a language i understand uh-huh. um that's the, the progesterone pessaries okay lovely. Um, but that's i think that's it just those four maybe your clinic uses different brands yeah totally it was all delivered by a company called stork oh i, I get like, oh. fertility two number two u oh. letter u oh fertility to you yeah like a teenager from the 90s who like texting made up a company name yeah but it's like they're well wishing yeah fertility to you <laughs> and you and you <laughs> instead of like stalk <laughs> great um <laughs> well that, look that's really exciting did you check out the needle sizes and the pointiness no i have to say i am scared okay um to to look in the boxes okay um so i've left them in the fridge and mm-hmm. on my shelf uh but we did spend the evening watching youtube videos of people injecting each other because uh. my husband all of a sudden took quite a lot of interest in it <laughs> and was like whoa this is really good. who's reading one of the uh, instruction manuals and he's like this is a very well written instruction manual <laughs> <laughs> really really uh. uh so he ended up we were in bed and he like lifted up the covers and like grabbed my fat and was like <laughs> practicing doing it and i was like this is not okay you've never grabbed my fat before it's gonna be you pal it's gonna be you soon oh, i was a bit nerve-wracking um and there so yeah that's good we've got basically we're going back in on the 20th of december for a scan and the nurse's appointment so she's going to teach us how to use the drugs oh my god so exciting yes we've got the drugs don't know how to use them okay so that is exciting that, yeah that's um obviously in quite a few weeks so not quite there yet cool um i also received in the post uh, a my lotus monitor oh. yeah basically a company called my lotus that does kind of fertility monitoring from the home mm-hmm. uh contacted us uh, to see if i wanted to give it a go and review it for them okay so it's not an ad but they have given it to me for free yeah so it's like a yeah, I don't know what yeah, you call something. that. I don't know. I don't know. Sponsored review. You know, it's not sponsored. sponsored. They're not giving us any money. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> if anybody anyway. has any ideas, email us. Yeah, do let us know. Uh, so I've got that in the post, which is quite exciting. It's like a little box monitor thing. And then you've got like all these tests. I think there's like ovulation tests and pregnancy tests, mm-hmm. which are both compatible with the machine. I think I don't think you can use them solo. Mm-hmm. Um and so, yeah, I was quite excited about using that because I've got one month, obviously, to get pregnant before I start IVF. So I was like, okay, with the help of my lotus, perhaps it'll happen. <laughs> um, but it turns out you have to start using my lotus on the first day of your cycle, oh. which is over a week ago. Oh. So I've but missed that boat. Well, you know, there may be cycles in the future. Oh, there almost certainly will but, be. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure my lotus will be helping me in the new year. <laughs> Come January. Um, cool. So, yeah, that was interesting. And what else has happened? I'm going to acupuncture tomorrow. Oh, with my lovely acupuncturist who yeah. I love and miss. Yeah, I'm quite excited about meeting her. Well, I'm going to try and get in with her quite soon. Good, yeah, well, I'm yeah, looking forward to it. She's ace. If anybody wants a good acupuncturist, give me a shout. Yeah. Um, she's, I like, I just, 
really like it's kind of like acupuncture and therapy combined right she just chats oh it's really nice. nice i was wondering though my feet are in an awful state of disrepair because it's winter i haven't painted my toenails I mean, I went in with, like, hairy legs quite often and apologised to her and she was really nice about it. I don't know if she's just nice or if she really doesn't care, but whatever it was. Okay, so I shouldn't worry about that. She'll probably be cool, yeah. I mean, I only realised really late on into my treatment that I've got incredibly hairy toes and she was touching them every week. (laughs) And then I plucked them, but she didn't comment, so... Oh, wow, she touches your feet. Oh, yeah, she sticks needles in your toes. Oh, shit. Yeah. And really, I'm going to have to sort them out, aren't I? Well, you know, I've got hairy toes and she didn't mind that. <laughs> My weird monster toes. <laughs> oh, good to know. Okay, mm-hmm. well, now at least I'm prepared. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's my my week, basically. Cool. Um, Emma, <laughs> uh, how about you? Okay, so, as we all know, um, I've spent the last two weeks waiting. Yes. Um, and instead of telling you about it what I'm going to do is I'm going to play you my little audio diary um, and then we'll talk about it a little bit afterwards <laughs> so please enjoy this audio production so we are just getting ready like heading to our embryo transfer um, I've been for a nice acupuncture appointment and we've had a coffee so we tried to make it as kind of leisurely and chilled out as possible um, we've talked a lot about what we're going to do with our hearth in our new house, so trying to keep our minds off it. Um, feeling, I think, feeling realistic at the moment. Um, I had a conversation with somebody this morning who was at that 12-week stage, and I said to her, congratulations, like, that's such a great milestone to be at. And she said, well, we've got a long way to go. And I think that really kind of characterises the attitude of people who are going through this. Like, let's not try and get too excited. Um, how are you feeling, mate? All right. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling excited? Do you think it's going to work? What's your view? I don't see why it shouldn't. Yeah? I think the whole point of being here is so that it works. Realistic, but in a different way. No, I mean, like, what's the fucking point if you think it's not going to work? If you think it's not going to work, get a dog. Got a cat already. Oh, yeah, okay. I think... I just think so many people that we've met have been through so many rounds of this. Like, there's no reason it really should work. Yeah, but you can't have that attitude, can you? Otherwise, you don't start. But... I don't know. Do you... Like, I sound like I'm being really pessimistic here, but I don't think I am. I think I'm just being realistic. Like, if we, if I were to, like, carry on as though I'm about to get pregnant, I don't think I'd be able to, like, stand up. I think I'd go mental. Is that a question? No, it's just a statement. <laughs> right, we'll check in with you all on the other side. So we just come out of our transfer and we're walking through very, very, very rainy London. Um, I feel a bit despondent. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> it means like, kind of a, like sad and hopeless. He's just shaking his head. I don't know, mate. Um, what do you want? I don't know. The fireworks? <laughs> we 
had a great lining, we had a great embryo, but then we had all that last time as well. And they were all really positive and they were really like, oh, that was a great transfer, well done. And we've even got a little scan this time showing the little blob. I just feel really, I don't know, just gone really like, hmm. You're shrugging now. I think you're hungry. <laughs> Do you think I'm just hangry? Mm. Tell you what, I do need the loo. Cool. Just, you were saying just before we started recording, what more do I want? Well, what more do you want? Yeah. And I don't know. Like, you can't have done it any better. Yeah. They're all happy with all of the things that lead up to it. So then it's literally down to statistics. I think that's it. Well, if you're that fucking cynical about the statistics, then why are we bothering at all? I said this to you earlier. Like, if you don't think it will ever work, let's get a dog. He's not very sympathetic, but... Well, I don't... But you've got to have at least some inkling, otherwise we wouldn't have put ourselves through all of this shit. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Right, well, um, the two-week wait begins here. I'm excited. Are you excited? A little bit. Yeah? We've got a lot of plans this week. I'm taking the time off work. You're taking the time off work. It's going to be chilled. Yep. Um, we'll update you soon. So it's the end of the first day after um, transfer and it is John's birthday. So we've had a lovely day doing absolutely nothing at all. Um got to say I haven't really been able to shake off that kind of feeling of pessimism um I've been kind of slightly watching for symptoms and I just haven't really had anything and I know it's really early but obviously this is what you do straight away like I've had a couple of little like flutters in my tummy but it's you know Dr Google tells me that it's day one or two that we that implantation occurs Obviously, like everyone, I've been watching for implantation bleeding. That hasn't happened. Um, I've kind of pretty much lived life as normal, probably been a bit lazier than usual. Um, I've been getting up very gently, which is ridiculous, because I think if you look at any study, they'll tell you not to bother with all that. But you can't help but walk around kind of thinking slightly about what's happening inside you. Um, it's got to a point where I just kind of had to go and hide the picture of the scan that we've got because I just can't deal with it right now. Just feeling very pessimistic and I don't really know what to do about it because it's not going to help. Anyway, that's been my day. Check in with you tomorrow. So it's 5am on Friday, which is three days after my embryo transfer. Um, and if you can hear really loud purring, it's because the cat is standing on me. Um, I can't sleep and I just don't seem to be able to sleep past 5am at all at the moment, which is, I don't think it's a symptom of anything. I think it's just a symptom of my brain being overly engaged. Um, although the symptoms have now started to happen. So last night I got very, very, very sensitive boobs. Um, I've started to have like little kind of periody type cramps in my uterus and also tummy ache. Um, I know 
from experience that these are symptoms of the drugs, not symptoms of me being pregnant. But it is quite hard to reconcile that. Like, it's quite hard to remain logical and be like, I don't know, sensible about this. Um, Yesterday we went to see my best friend Sophie in Bristol, who is about three weeks from giving birth to her twins. She is very pregnant. And we took a photo of us. And I, you know, it's weird to think that might be the only photo that's ever taken of both of us pregnant at the same time. And the funniest thing is that I was being really, really funny about what I was eating, like not eating salmon because it's cured and not eating, I don't know, like various things. And Sophie sat there with a glass of wine, which was like her one glass of wine this month or whatever. Um, and ate a bit of everything and I was just like oh my god people who are doing IVF are just like mental about this stuff we're so like overly careful but I just think it's you know it's to do with control really isn't it more than to do with health it just gives us an element of control um anyway that's my 5am thoughts for you all um I just Maybe now we'll be able to go back to sleep. So, good night. So, it's day five after transfer and my resolve not to test early is being tested. Um, I've seen quite a few people on Instagram who've posted pictures of positive tests on day five. Um, And the symptoms are coming in thick and fast. I am so bloated and my boobs are absolutely killing me. And I know in my head that that's because of the progesterone. But there's a tiny little voice in my head that's being like, could be because you're pregnant, could be. I also had the worst tummy ache that like I've had in ages and I don't really know what that's about other than maybe I ate some dodgy food. Maybe it's got nothing to do with this. Um, I have decided though to test. You're supposed to test after a five-day transfer on day 11 or that's what my clinic says I've decided to test on day 9 um, which will be on today's Sunday so it'll be on Thursday that's partly so that I've got plenty of time to get over it if slash when it's negative so only 5 more days to go well 4 more days but it's the beginning of day 5 so 5 really Um, am I feeling more positive? maybe I am I don't know Last time, all my symptoms disappeared on day six. So if they don't disappear on day six, I'll feel a lot more positive. So it's day seven in the Big Brother house today. um, And I am just getting ready to go out and meet my cousin and my uncle for lunch, which is nice. Um, John's had the audacity to go out and work today and tomorrow. So I'm just having to find lots of things to distract me from thinking about this. Um, I am literally like yo-yoing between definitely pregnant and definitely not pregnant. And it doesn't help that all the, well, have all the symptoms disappeared? The symptoms are not as strong as they were. So, you know, I'm not getting the, the cramps quite as badly as I was, although I am getting like slight cramps. Um, my boobs, I mean, they, 
they hurt a bit, but they're not just they're not like super painful and super sensitive. Um yeah, it's all kind of I'm just having to remind myself basically that any symptoms that I would be experiencing now would be due to the medication. So it's how my body is responding to the medication. It's not to do with whether I'm pregnant or not. Um, and I just, like, it's kind of becoming a bit of a mantra. Like, it's the drugs, it's the drugs, it's the drugs. Um, the thing that's driving me a bit crazy is literally, like, John and I tried to go and do some Christmas shopping yesterday and we were just standing in the middle of the shop and we were just like, I, I just don't care. It's just made us so selfish, this whole thing. We're just literally thinking about ourselves and me, really, more than anyone else. Which is very boring after a while. Literally. And people ask you how you are and you're like, I'm fine, how are you? And they just want to know more about how you are. Which is, I've got slightly sore boobs, but not as bad as they were. So, T-minus two days until my self-allocated test day um I discovered that the pink dye pregnancy tests that I've got are actually out of date now which shows quite how restrained I've been this year so I'm gonna have to go and buy some more um today and I'm gonna ask the person in boots to wish me luck um yeah just we're getting into a very strange emotional time there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm, I just wish I could remove myself from it and just like realise that we can try again next month or the month after. I just, oh, it's really hard to not have this very kind of personal, subjective view of it. I just want to, I want some perspective on it and I just can't do it. Anyway, that's an insight into my madness today. See you later. It's the night before my self-allocated test day. Um, I am sitting at home watching TV, but I've actually had a really busy day. So I went to work for half the day, and I went and had lunch with a friend, and then I went and had coffee with another friend, and it's really taken my mind off things. Um, I spent the whole day feeling a little bit sick and having, like, slight tummy aches, which hasn't really, like, has kind of kept my mind going back to it. Um, I'm in like a really weird mental state at the moment because like, I, I feel like my subconscious has just decided I am pregnant. And so my, my conscious keeps kind of arguing with it being like, look, no, um, I feel quite, I feel as prepared as I possibly can feel. I keep telling myself, look, if it goes wrong, we'll wait a couple of months, we'll try again and we'll just keep doing that until it goes right but obviously you know I can say that at the moment because there's still the hope but taking the test when it's negative that's when the hope goes and that's when everything just seems so exhausting I just 
I'm really not looking forward to the moment that I realise that I have to go through all of this all over again. That's the really tiring thing. Um, so that's the thing that I'm really kind of worried about. But I guess we'll see what my reaction is tomorrow morning. Um, I'm going to lay everything out before I go to bed. So I'll have the test and my little pee cup. And, um, and then I'll just be as prepared as I can do. And then I probably won't sleep. But I've decided I'm not taking the test before 5am, which is my kind of weekday wake up time anyway. Um, so please just wish me luck, everyone. I keep trying to wish myself luck and it's so stupid because obviously like it's either worked or it hasn't now. So uh, we'll just see what happens. Good morning. It's really fucking early um, and I am about to pee on a stick. I am shaking. My heart is racing. I already feel quite tearful. Um takes like also why do they make pregnancy tests so hard to get into it's never going to be a chilled moment when you're opening a pregnancy test like the packaging is absolutely baffling um i can't like i i don't really know what to say so i'm just gonna get on with this and i'll see you on the other side um my We've just taken the test in this fucking second line. <laughs> it's really faint. It's maybe too faint. <laughs> I've never seen this before. I've never seen it. So guys, there you have it. One of us <laughs> is pregnant. It is a Christmas gift. It's a Christmas miracle. Um, it's weird though. It's really weird. So basically, here's what's happened since. I took my test on the Thursday, literally spent the whole day like grinning over never mm. like John kept going, it feels like a weight's come off. I've got my wife back. Um, that lasted, oh, that elation, ridiculous elation lasted three days. After that, on the Sunday, I had a little bleed. Mm. Um, like all hysterical IVF patients, I went to the early pregnancy unit at the hospital that is attached to my IVF clinic, mm -hmm. where I waited six hours. They did a scan. They told me they thought it was probably ectopic. Then they took some blood and the next day they phoned me and told me that all my hormone levels were far too low. I had a freak out. Yeah. I phoned my clinic. I said, can I book a follow-up appointment with my with the consultant? I'm really upset. The nurse was like, okay, fine. I'll book a follow-up uh, appointment. And by the way, I don't want to say what the numbers were on my hormones because it's such a weird thing that you fixate on and you compare 
with other people mm. and it doesn't matter what that level is right so hcg is the um is the pregnancy hormone and it's the one that a pregnancy test tests for yes but it's also one that when they do blood tests it should double every 48 hours right but it doesn't matter what it is when it starts doubling or, or when you catch it i don't think it does matter so so this is the thing so i phoned my clinic told them what my level was and and she was like that's fine and i was like what and she was like don't worry about it it's fine like it's absolutely fine and i was like but the woman at the early pregnancy unit said that it was, it was like really far too low, and they should expect they expected it to be like four times that. And she was like, "Look, all that matters is if it doubles." And so, low, it did double. Um, in forty eight hours, because we did another test. Because you did the first blood test was Sunday. You went back in on Tuesday. Right? Yeah, did another test, and it had more than doubled, which right. was great. And they it had more than doubled in less than forty eight hours. Okay. Then they were like, "We're going to do another test," and we did it on the Thursday. So again, another forty eight hours, and it was actually forty six and a half hours. Um, not that I was obsessively counting, <laughs> but basically at that point, they, when they rang back with the results, and my doctor from the clinic rang back with the results mm. and said um, it's actually very slightly less than doubled, um, and and it really was a, like a tiny fraction less. Right. Um, but she was like, "That's okay. Don't worry about it. You know, it's fine." Yeah. Um, then. Because the um, early pregnancy unit is linked to my clinic, they'd seen the results as well, and they rang me that uh, the next day, actually, to say, here are your results, they're really bad. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, it's, it's not looking good. And I was like, but my doctor at the clinic says it's fine. And she was like, well, it looks like a failing pregnancy to me. Oh, God. And uh, <sighs> I, like, at which point I started sobbing and said you can't speak to IVF patients like this I was like I'm not some teenage girl who's just gone and got knocked up I've spent three years trying to get to this point and she was like well I'm just being honest wow and I was just like I, I don't know what to say so she was referring to the blood test you'd had done on the Thursday yeah so the third blood test yeah which which was the very slightly less than double yeah. now if you go on the internet and I did, and oh, I have been. Did you go on the internet, Emma? Yes, yes. <laughs> I would say, like, I managed to stay off the internet quite a lot during my two-week wait, yeah. but um, since then, I have literally Googled, like, five weeks, four days, five weeks, five days, five weeks, six, yeah. six days. Mm, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, on the internet, it says that it's okay for the hormone to double every 48 to 72 hours. I think I'd say. So I really crossly said that to the nurse from the, from the early pregnancy unit. And she was like, well, that's not what we say here. And I was like, wow, I can't believe she's having an argument with you about your pregnancy. I know. And at that point, she went, well, whose care are you under? Is it us or the clinic? And I was oh. like, to be honest, I'd rather be with the clinic. Because you guys are dicks. You've told me it's ectopic. You've told me that my hormones are dangerously low. Then they doubled and it was fine. And then suddenly they double again. Or they don't quite double. And it's a failing pregnancy. Like, it is... Honestly, I thought I would get a positive pregnancy test. And then everything would be great. And I'd be so happy and chilled. No, that's not what happens. It's just another step towards freaking out. Mm. So... Um, Because they thought it was ectopic, they put me in for a scan on the day this episode comes out. Okay. Can we talk about how crazy it is that they thought it was ectopic? Yeah, so... (laughs) Aren't your tubes blocked like mountain mountain roads? (laughs) Impossible, like in winter. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, okay, so the doctor at the clinic said it's technically possible because it can get stuck in the, like, bit just in front of where it's mm, clipped because okay. they're okay. clipped tubes, right? Mm, yeah, okay. Um, but, and she was like, it does happen. But the thing is that the sonographer who scanned me at the early pregnancy unit couldn't get the probe in. Okay. She was like, first of all, she tried to put it in my urethra. Oh, Jesus, ouch. Then she found my vagina and was like, oh, I'm I'm not going to push too hard because I think you must, it, it seems like you're really tense. And I was like, mate, I've done this like every week yeah. for the last three months. Mm. I'm not tense, pal. Like, just, just get it in there. Just, just do it. And in the end, I Are had to put back? it in for her. No. Yeah. And then, um, no. Yeah. I was like, it was That's really awkward. Of. I just had to like reach down Get and dil- shove it up. Grab dildo cam. Yeah. And hoof it up there. Yeah. Just shove it up. Oh. Um, and it's, you know, like, and then she was looking at my tubes and was like, I think that might be the pregnancy. I was like, that's my giant hydrocell pinks. <laughs> like, oh God. That's How not many it. times have you had to point this out to people? Oh. And then she looked in the other tube and I think there's another hydrocell pinks that's formed there. Okay. And I think that's what she thought the preg- where she oh, thought the pregnancy okay. was. So, so I did actually have another scan mm. um, at, and it was like four weeks, five days. Um, and at that point we, we saw a little black blob in my lining Okay. Which looked like it probably was. And it's funny because they don't refer to the baby. They're like, that's the pregnancy. Okay. But when does it become a baby? I don't know. <laughs> Got no idea. That's the sack. That's Santa's sack. Yeah, right exactly. There. So, you know, and, and it didn't have anything in it. Like, the, you couldn't see anything in it. So I'm hoping, and that was exactly when I was exactly five weeks. So right. and there probably should have been something in it. So we're still at a very, like, we don't know what's going on, like, is there going to be a baby? Is there just a sack? Is it a failing pregnancy? We don't know. It's a very anxious time. Uh, yeah, it's been an interesting week and a half, hasn't it? Because it's been, it's been mental. When you told me, when I got the WhatsApp at, I'm going to say, 6.45am. I mean, that's restrained of me because I took the test at 4am. <laughs> um, I was just, like, I was so excited. Like, I leaped out of bed. Right. I started messaging you and I sent you a voice note. I woke my husband up and told him <laughs> he was not as excited as I was. Albeit he was excited. Oh, Mr. Gabby. He was excited, but he was a bit sleepy. Um, and I just assumed that everything would be fine. Yeah. And I don't know if it... Just naivety, you know, you... Well, same. I mean, I just didn't see it coming. Because even you were still a bit measured about things. You were like, it's early days, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I was that. like, yeah, 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 mate, whatever, you're pregnant. Woo! Yeah. And, um... And yeah, I got a real fucking shock when all of this unfolded. Like, I just, I don't think this level of anxiety is unusual. Like the people that I've been speaking to, I just didn't realise. I just thought I was going to get a positive pregnancy test. Yeah. And then You'd everything be would be fine. And, and then I just glow for yeah. nine months. Yeah. Um, I've had like, I've had some symptoms. So I've had a bit of nausea, which seems to have gone away today, which obviously makes me worry. Yeah. Um, I've had like obviously really sore boobs. Hmm. Still sore. Still sore. Um, just, just had a little feel there. Um, I've had the last couple of days. I felt quite like tired. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, everything that my body does, I'm like, oh, it's, it's the pregnancy. It's because of that. Mm. Um, and obviously, the minute like I don't get a symptom, I'm like, what's wrong with me? So, this scan on Tuesday, which is the day that this episode comes out, mm-hmm. should help to clarify things. Hopefully. 
whether I'm going to have a very merry Christmas or a very miserable Christmas. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to be positive. Well, you may as well, right? Yeah, that's it. The thing is that I've spent the whole of the last week being so anxious. Mm. And I just like, yesterday, I was just like, I am really tired of feeling this anxious. Well, it feels to me, and maybe this isn't true, but it feels like you've done a lot of grieving already yeah yeah, exactly I spent so many days convinced that it was over exactly so I think you've kind of you've gone through the shock of it yeah yes you're hoping again but you've kind of been through a bit of it already yeah we should be honest with the listeners we did record this episode (sighs) on the Monday after Emma's um test on the Sunday that was quite low yeah and it it was um we were very sad we were both very sad you were very sad for me crying I yeah I sobbed a lot. I mean, you've heard me crying there. Me crying is a thing now. Yeah. That we do. Fine. You know, I mean, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it. I think it was uh, just the most powerful and upsetting episode we've ever done. Yeah. Um, And we're re-recording it because we just didn't want to ruin everyone's Christmas. It was a bit bleak, wasn't it? It's very bleak. So we'll see. Um, But yeah. But like, you may as well be hopeful now. Yeah. Do you know the weirdest thing about the whole thing? What? So on the day that I got my positive pregnancy test, I emailed the clinic and was like, hey, um, I have just got my positive pregnancy test. And they emailed back straight away. Mm. Um, and they were like, great, you're four weeks pregnant. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm two weeks pregnant. I only had it put in 10 days ago. And then I realised that they measure from the beginning of your period. That's so weird. So it? suddenly, like, you've just had an extra two weeks added wow, on. Wow, you're like, I am a pro at this pregnancy yeah, thing. I'm well four pregnant. Weeks. Yeah. Hashtag Nolia. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so, yeah, that was quite a funny thing. Mm. So now, technically, I'm almost six weeks, even though it, it, the, the actual embryo has only been in for, like, three weeks. Yeah. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. just over three weeks. So, wow. That's weird. Um... Well, I think uh, we're all going to be thinking about you yeah. on Tuesday. People are probably listening to this and going, oh my God, let's check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, do you know what? One thing to say is that this, um, if, if it is good news, this podcast is not about to become a pregnancy podcast. Yeah. So um, I'm, you know, I'm not going to talk about it unless, you know, maybe at my 12 week scan, I'll be like, I did my 12 week scan and it was good or it was bad. Uh, if I if I lose the baby, obviously I'll talk about that in a bit more detail. But um, I just I don't want anybody to think that we're suddenly going to start talking about like me moaning about swollen ankles and stuff because that ain't happening. Yeah, and and let's remember I'm not pregnant, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. One of us is still trying to get pregnant, <laughs> so that story will continue to unfold for quite some time, yeah. I imagine. And you know, our focus is infertility, and I think once you've dealt with this, you you carry it with you. Yeah, always we do um, and also we do know that a lot of our listeners are either pregnant at the moment mm-hmm. or ha- already have children so I guess that there's relevance there as well but yeah yeah but I think we are, I mean we are aware we're going to be very sensitive about yeah. how we talk about I just it don't know. you know you know when pregnant people like moan about their I don't know they're like morning sickness just zero time for that I've had a tiny bit of like nausea and every time I get it I'm like it's just like so marvellous I just sit there and beam (laughs) I just yeah I just think you know we're all about the infertility here and we're all about supporting the community and um, we care about you guys so much yeah exactly Um, so it will continue (laughs) oh yeah I mean the BFM will continue definitely (laughs) Um, yeah 
um yeah we'll keep going and um yeah our christmas episode next week is not gonna be as drunk as i hoped no but but it um, will be fun but it will be really fun yeah it so, will be fun. so definitely tune in um as soon as you can really yeah on christmas day or don't even bother opening those presents because we've got one for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Um, you're talking to Professor Tim about my fave, inositol. Exactly, yeah. Um, so inositol is stuff that is, as I understand it, derived from the rinds of plants. Yeah. And it it's, um, it's designed for people with PCOS because one of the things that people with PCOS have is high insulin resistance. Okay. So it helps to bring down your insulin resistance. Yeah. Um, a lot of things have been attributed to it. People say it helps um, regulate cycles. People say it helps you to ovulate. Mm. People say it helps you to lose weight. Oh, hello. Um, I was on it for two months before I started this cycle. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I I did lose a bit of weight. Now, I, I haven't been diagnosed with PCOS, but I, I have mad cycles. Mm. And I just have a hunch that maybe I do have... I don't know some form of it yeah because I just I I don't have endometriosis like I don't have anything else that could make my cycles that mad so I've kind of narrowed it down to PCOS and if you listen to our episode that we did with Kate Davis Mm. um she she talks about PCOS in a lot more detail and when I was interviewing her I was like oh that sounds familiar. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I just started taking it because it's a food supplement, so it's not supposed to be dangerous. Um, look, I'm pregnant now. Who knows if mm. it helped? Who mm. knows? You know what happened? But um, I definitely, yeah, I definitely did get a flatter stomach. Really? Definitely. Yeah. But you were also being really careful about what you were eating. I wasn't being that careful. Like I went through a whole junk food stage when I first started on the progesterone. Yeah. Where I got obsessed with junk food and couldn't stop eating it. Mm, yeah, that's true. I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, you know, if anything, it'll get you a bit skinnier. Yeah. Which, you know, people don't need to be and shouldn't strive to be. But if that's what you're aiming for, then... Why not? Then why not? Why not get some sort of silver lining out of this situation? <laughs> um, yeah, so... I don't know. I've still got two boxes in my living in my living room in my bedroom, just in case um, this pregnancy doesn't work. Mm. Oh, also the stuff that I bought is called Inner Folic, and it is mixed with folic acid. Oh, nice. So, and it's done in. Um, I think Professor Tim talks about this a bit, doesn't he? But um, it's done in very precise doses. Okay. So you know how much to. Where take. did you get it from? I got it from the Innerfolic website. Okay, it's quite hard. It's not a Holland and Barrett job. No, and you can't find it on. Well, there were there is stuff called Innerfolic on Amazon, but I was suspicious of it because it had different packaging. Yeah. So I just went for the stuff on the, their website, but they're they're quite good about delivering it straight to you. Is it expensive? Um, yeah, it's quite expensive. It's like thirty quid for a month's supply. Okay. Which is like expensive around Christmas when you're trying to save money. It's expensive but... when you've got umpteen other. Yeah. supplements that are yeah and when you're spending like 60 quid on acupuncture and like maybe doing some oh, counseling oh, or whatever Jesus, and yeah. it adds up pick and mix it? bag isn't it yeah really it's an expensive pick and mix bag absolutely so um you know I'd, look i'm not recommending it 
but it is an interesting thing. Yeah. I mean, if you've got PCOS, maybe mm-hmm. look into it. Yeah. Um, if not, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> anyway, I asked Professor Tim if taking inositol helps women to regulate their cycles. So inositol is a, um, it's a, it's a type of insulin sensitizer. So it's a, it's a supplement. Uh, so it's not, not a drug that has to be prescribed. It's a supplement that people, that people can buy, which improves a woman's insulin sensitivity. If a woman has polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS, which about 5% of women have, and that um, will show itself in usually, irreg- um, usually irregular or absent periods. There may be some women are overweight. They may have problems with skin. That can be um, PCOS. That can affect fertility. Women with PCOS tend to have a degree of insulin resistance. And so if they're overweight, losing weight can help um, restore normal insulin levels and get them ovulating regularly. Or they can be prescribed a drug called metformin, which is an insulin sensitizer. So it's used in diabetes sometimes. That can help restore ovulation. Or there's inc- uh, more studies coming through on inositol, which is a supplement that they can buy themselves so it doesn't require a prescription, which again, can bring down their insulin level and can help ovulation in women who are not having ovulation and therefore not having periods because of PCOS. So it may be beneficial in women with PCOS, but women with regular cycles so who do not have PCOS, I can't think of any benefit at all of taking any sort of insulin sensitizer, so wouldn't suggest they're taking those at all. Thanks, Chris Tim. That's really helpful. Emotional. It has been emotional. <laughs> and it's a good job we re-recorded it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. want to listen to that other one. <laughs> Before Christmas. <laughs> we'll play it to you in January. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Absolutely no way. We need to... <laughs> I don't know when you'd play it. <laughs> it's an interesting bit of recording, though. It, it certainly is. We'll keep it for the archives. Yeah. Um, until then, we are doing, as we've already said, we're doing an episode on Christmas Day. So yes. listen to that when you get the chance. Yeah, exactly. It's just going to be us being silly. Yeah. Until then, enjoy the Christmas parties. Get your Christmas shopping done. Have a good time. Get drunk, guys. Get drunk. If you can. If you can. Yeah. For those of you that can't, it's okay. It's a, yeah, it is. Alcohol free beer is, is actually alright. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Bye. Extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.